You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, inside joke song, right? <laughs> never been asked if I would like to choose a song. I love that. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're back with another episode of Spotlight On. I'm your host, Kelly McInerney. Across from me, we have an awesome actress. You may recognize her from such shows like um, Franklin and Bash, Scrubs, the new one, Matador, and ho- movies like Hall Pass. You could actually check out Matador tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on the El Rey Network. Everybody, Please welcome Nikki Whelan. Hey, Nikki. Hello. Hey. <laughs> How are you today? Good? Happy that I got asked to play my song. <laughs> yeah. All the cast, um, we celebrate a lot on the weekends, and I don't know why, but that is our go-to song at the moment. Awesome. Yeah. It's a catchy one. <laughs> so it's a catchy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Matador in a bit, but I just want to go back to the beginning a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're born in Australia. Yes. Clear, yeah. Um, what was life like for you as a kid? Like, did you do any, play any soccer or anything like that or? Um, not soccer, but I was very, I mean, I was a dancer predominantly all through school and stuff. I went to dancing and was a swimmer. I'm very active anyway. I've got three older brothers and an older sister, so we were all very cool. sports orientated. Um, Australian rules football is big in my family. My granddad played mm-hmm. and he won a medal called the Brownlow Medal, which is kind of a big deal awesome. in Australia. So I was always affiliated with sports and as I got older, I um, worked for the night racing, which is horse racing in Australia. I commentated that and also K1 kickboxing um, in my early 20s. So I was always around the sports. Not soccer, though. Yeah. I've gone way off the question. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> but no, that was cool. Yeah. Did you ever, did you always want to be a performer or did that just fall into place kind of like? I did. I always wanted to be a dancer and I mm-hmm. always wanted to move to America. Um, so, and then I wanted to get into acting when I was in my teens, but um uh, luckily, I got offered a few hosting gigs and was a host, a TV host for about sort of six years yeah. where I did lots of programs like travel shows and sports and health and fitness shows, which was great. Cool. And then I was asked to go on a, a soap opera after that, which helped me sort of come into the Get acting. Into acting, so, yeah. yeah. And you did modeling too, right? Uh, a little. little oh, okay. Because I'm only 5'4". Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's only certain – it was a lot of sort of swimwear stuff and no catwalks for me. I was never that kind yeah. of model, but yeah. Was the transition into like uh, being like a t- host and everything difficult to acting, or was just kind of came? Do you natural? know what? I don't ever remember it feeling weird. I was really looked after. The first acting job I did was Neighbours, which is a soap opera, mm-hmm. and I don't ever remember feeling there was a crazy transition between the two. I always wanted to act when I was hosting, but I kept getting hosting work. I was like, I can't be ungrateful, <laughs> so I had to keep taking that. So mm-hmm. when I sort of went into the acting, I I think I was really ready for it just really ready to sort of go into it and yeah awesome. it's very different though very yeah. very different mm-hmm. yeah. and so you moved here from australia do you miss anything from australia or you just I definitely miss my family yeah. i'm really close with my family and friends and um certain lifestyle sort of 
things in Australia I miss. And where I grew up, the home, hometown I'm from is a place called Mornington in the Mornington Peninsula, which is at the bottom of Australia in Victoria, Melbourne. Just yeah. so <laughs> shrink it down. Uh-huh. And uh, I grew up on the beach in a really cool town. So I go home every Christmas and oh, spend awesome. the summer there. Cool. We have a beach too, but I mean, I'm probably not as nice. That's lovely beaches. You got to pick the right ones. Though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So then, um, Matador comes around, but you found it pilot season, right? I did at the start of this pilot season. The last two years, I've done two pilots, but um, they never got picked up. But I'm now sort of a used to the pilot process. But when I read Matador, I was like, "This is so cool! It's like a James Bond movie." And I was like, "Yes!" Yeah. And it was something that I've never really done before. I don't do a lot of drama. Um, I'm always sort of sticking to comedy. So it was kind of when I read it, I was like, I wish. Um, and I read for it and I uh, didn't hear anything. They said you'll be testing for it, which means you go up against two or three other girls mm-hmm. in front of the whole production. It's a it's a gruesome sort of process. So I was waiting for that to come around and a month went by and then they rang and said it's a straight offer. And I was like, oh, my God. I could. Awesome. Yeah, it's a definitely. And the good thing about this was most pilots, they shoot the pilot and then they have to wait to see if it gets picked up. And if it gets picked up, then they shoot the episodes. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was from the get-go, boom, off like, out the gates, 13 episodes straight out. And we just got picked up for a second, for a second. season. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so. lots of relief, right? Mm-hmm. Like no... A massive relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot different too, though, because you're also an American in it. And your mm-hmm. accent is so, it's like so good. Like I played an episode for my roommate and I was like, guess what nationality she is? And she's like, just an American. And I was like, no, Australian. Because oh, uh, you. you're so, it's so good. <laughs> uh, was it difficult training your voice? Like, did you take a lot of? I've done a couple of things with an American accent. This was definitely the biggest job I've done yeah. so far with an American accent. And there's, I do, I, I see a coach to help me with it because a lot of, my dialogue is so tricky on the show. I'm the head of the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say some crazy words and now to do them in American. And I am. I'm very different to my character. My voice is very different. So it's mm-hmm. you. I feel like I'm really stepping into someone else when I play it. But that's it makes it fun. Yeah. You yeah. say you're different from her. Are there any, like, similarities you see between the two? Because she's, kind of, she's a strong woman. She's kind of in charge, right? She's yeah. the boss. Um, do you... She's just pretty ruthless. I don't know if I'm as ruthless as she is. Mm-hmm. And um, I like to be boss hog, but not as bossy as she is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's just hardcore. Like, she's a tough, tough woman. And in my daily life, I practice to not be that person. So yeah. it's nice to get to, to be both, I think. Yeah. Cool, yeah. And she's kind of, like, she's the boss of the operation, basically. But yeah. it's kind of an all-boys t- team. Aside from Tony's uh, family, which you don't really... Kinda. I don't really, I'm not really associated yeah. with them. No, toward the end of the season, things start happening, but I, and I start to do a few more scenes with a few of the girls on the show, mm-hmm. but right now it's very male heavy. It's hysterical. And I sort yeah. of am in charge of my department and looking after Tony Bravo, played by Gabriel Luna. Yeah. He's like, we ripped him from the DEA to come undercover um, into this soccer, uh, soccer game. Uh, in the soccer team, sorry, mm-hmm. that's run by Alfred Molina and uh, the actor who's fabulous. So good. And um, I'm always bossing him around and he's always running him up. It's honestly like, you remember in the James Bond movies, he's got mom who he always checks in with? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that woman. <laughs> um, always yelling at him, screaming at him, and my partner, Neil Hopkins, who plays Noah. Yeah. Um, I'm always yelling at him. So there's Because always... he's the comedy guy, though. You're, yes. the, yeah. you're the bad cop, he's the good cop kind, yeah. kind of. Well... Except in the beginning when he tried to almost get rid he's of... He's a bit naughty. Yeah. yeah. He's just... I think he just gets really jealous because he's been, like, sort of... So many years been trying to prep and make his way up the ranks at, at the CIA and then sort of 
Gabriel's character comes in and just goes straight to the top and above him and he's just yeah. so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so Cool. Did you have any like training with uh, like any like gun training or anything to get into the role? Or we did because in Australia we don't have guns. It's it's illegal, oh, obviously. Wow. So um, to hold a gun or to even see a gun is really foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So I had to have gun training, and we went to the gun range, and um, we had some guys from the DEA teach us how to shoot a gun and stuff. It was actually by the end of the day, I felt a lot better about holding a gun and shooting it. But initially, I had never held one before and it really freaked me out yeah <laughs> it's really scary is it loud when it powerful. shoots yeah it's, yeah it's you know you see them in the movies and you're like yeah but when you really shoot a gun the power behind that bullet and the noise it frightens the hell out of you <laughs> oh anyway now i'm getting pretty good at it so yeah are, <laughs> okay. are you good at aiming and stuff now or um then my shot is aim isn't too bad actually it's all right (laughs) cool cool um and we don't really know much about annie that because she's very cold like distant she's a boss because i guess so you don't want to see much about her do we find anything any more information about her in the recent episodes we do coming up in um around episode eight you see a side of annie that will shock you you'll understand why she does what she does and you know her drive and her sort of force in her life you really you see something else happen in an episode coming up or maybe it's is it tonight i can't remember where you see who she's dating oh I, that was last episode that was last episode okay. i saw that so you see that so now you're starting to sort of see things but then in eight mm-hmm. some stuff really goes down and you get to see that she's a lot more human than she plays off um, everybody else has really shown who they are and Annie's been very cold so maybe season two we'll get to see a little more crazy annie <laughs> Cool. Awesome. And um, so we have a Twitter user asked a question. uh, At Peter Gadois fan. I can't say his name either. (laughs) Poor Peter. He plays plays Caesar. (laughs) And his fans are so gorgeous. They... um, they're, I've got to say hi to them because they always tweet. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he tweeted a lot, so thanks. Um, but he, one of his questions was, "What can? Um, what's the best part about working on Matador? To be honest with you, this is... I mean, I've got to say, all the jobs I've done since moving to America, the people I've worked with have really been wonderful, good people. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm finding myself on a set around really, really great people. The cast and crew, we're all so tight and so close. It is hard to find. I mean, I know we're only first season in, but it's a, an exceptional group of people. We all get along so well. Coming to work is an absolute pleasure. It's awesome. Even when the alarm goes off at four, I'm like, <laughs> ding! I'm like, so excited to go to work. So we all feel the same way, um, all of us, and we're really tight, so it's That's nice. great. Yeah. yeah, that's what you want to do, work, you want to have In a... a good happy, environment. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And what's it like working with Robert Rodriguez? Like, he's, he's like, he's awesome. He's so badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool. Um, he's just, uh, you know, I've seen all his movies and sort of followed him for years. Yeah. And then he directed our pilot. He also directed our last episode. Um, and he's heavily affiliated with the show and obviously um, runs and owns El Rey Network, which it airs on. Mm-hmm. And so he's he really sort of gets involved. He's so cruisy and cool on set. He's always got his guitar. Oh, yeah. And he just makes the invite. His presence alone, and I find this with a lot of big directors, their presence alone just creates a vibe on set. He's a very, very special, talented, cool dude. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's an absolute treat to work with him. It's just a good feeling. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, and you have so much stuff in the pipeline right now. It's so exciting. Like you, aside from season two of Matador, which it got renewed, which is yes. awesome. Yeah. Uh, but also Left Behind, uh, the movie with Nicolas Cage coming out October, yes. and um, the Wedding Ringer and the yeah. Terrence Malick movie. They're yeah. all also like a, a variety of characters too. Mm. Uh, how do you choose all your like? You don't really have a specific role that you pick. You know, you have com- com- yeah. comedy roles. You have like the protective mom. You have yeah. How do you? It's, I, I I'm so lucky because I everything I've sort of been up for these things. They're all so polar opposite. Yeah. Um, in the wedding ringer with uh, Josh Gad, Kevin Hart. It's this huge comedy, and I play an undercover stripper who speaks Italian. I mean, you'll see, it's a whole thing. It's polar opposite to what I'm playing on Matador. And then left behind, I play an air hostess um, who's having an affair with Nicolas Cage's character, who's the pilot of the plane, and she's a very, very different character again. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, in the Terrence Malick movie, which I can't talk about what happens on set. I don't even know if my stuff will make it to air. You just really? never know. No, no one knows. Because um, there's so was... many good people in it. It's like, and there's nothing yeah. about it online except Knight of Cups, it's called. But I, I don't even know it's what a... it's about, and I can't talk about <laughs> the time I filmed. But um, And if I don't know if my stuff will make it to air, but that was such a beautiful experience. I'm so grateful for that experience. Yeah. So I don't even know when that comes out. So, but there's, it's nice to have a couple of things. We've, I've worked really hard the last two years. We did the chosen series, which came out chosen one and two. Um, it's been a really, really good two years. Yeah. I'm very grateful. And chosen, that was a web series on crack on crackle. crackle. Yeah. How was on that? Crack. Yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Uh, was, um, was that different, like filming-wise, because it was a web series? Was it faster or? Um, Milo, uh, Milo uh, Ventimiglia, yeah. who um, is one of the leads in it and the producer, has been a friend of mine for years. He's such a cool guy, and he rang me and asked me about it when I was actually in, on a holiday in Australia. And he said it's a web series, but we're going to shoot it like a movie and then chop it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Milo, whatever you're doing, I trust. Let's do this. And to be honest with you, uh, Ben Katai, our director of that. They're a really professional bunch of people. It was an awesome experience. It felt like any other normal production. Everything was great and top quality. Um, but, yeah, it's a web series. It took off. It's doing really, really well. So yeah. I was so proud to be in the first and second season of that. It was a really, really good show to be involved with. And Milo's rad. They're just good people. It's super dark, though. Like, how do you put yourself in that dark area and how do you take yourself? Is it hard coming out of it or...? I don't do a lot of movies like that, to be honest with you, or, or sort of work that way. I tend to keep everything very cheery and light. Yeah. I love doing drama like I'm doing drama now, um, but Chosen was quite specific. It's very heavy, and mm-hmm. I don't want to sort of ruin for people that haven't seen it, but my character goes through a lot in it. It's hard to shake that off at the end of the day. It's it's very dark locations and dark topics, and it's pretty miserable, So, but I, I loved the crew I was working around, so after each take, I did a lot of work with um Caitlin, the young girl who plays yeah. my daughter, and we kept it really light and fluffy on set, and sang songs in between takes, and you know, just trying That's to keep good. it fluffy. It's it's a very dark set. It's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's really shot so well, though. Like it does look like yeah. a movie. It's really yes. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you work with so many great like actors, like Af- Alfred Molina, Milo Ventimiglia, yeah. uh, Christian Slater. Um, yeah. Christopher Walken, right? Like Owen Wilson, all of them. Yeah. I know Jason Sudeikis. I I forget. I look back at my IMDb and I go, oh, like I forget. <laughs> 
these fabulous people that I've got to share some screen time with. Left Behind, spending so much time with Nick Cage is... That's a really special experience. He's a really great actor and he's a fascinating human being. All of them, Owen, um, everyone. I did a pilot, a three-episode thing called Carpet Brothers with Will Farrell back in the day when I first oh, yeah. moved here. Um, and those guys, I mean, it's, it's such a weird feeling because you grow up your whole life watching them on TV. Cut to, you're standing on a set with them. It's, it's a real treat and you learn so much and it just feels nice to be around them. Are you, like, starstruck at first by them? Because I feel like if I saw Will Ferrell or something, I might. I think because they're so nice and human in real life that mm-hmm. you sort of, they've all been so pleasant and kind. Um, I, the probably, it's, you know, there's some people I get really starstruck around and go, oh, my God. But, um, do you know, Christian Slater was someone that I'd really grown up watching all his stuff. Yeah. So sitting with him, I'd be like true romance like that's you know all those sorts of movies that crazily enough was like so my, and I kept playing in the soundtrack going do you remember this song do you remember this song and he's like no and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I think I knew more about the movie than he did so um but yeah I, you do have moments where you're like Phew. but um they're all very human and very easy to connect with so it doesn't make it too crazy when you're around them so yeah nice. awesome have you learned a lot like what's something any advice or anything they've given you or Little bits, just being performing back and forth with them. I feel like, you know, they're all so calm and so safe to be on set with. They've done it so much that it immediately puts you in their energy, which really helps elevate your performance. You know, working with Alfred Molina on Matador, um, a couple of scenes my character has with him, he's so supportive and cool and in between each take, he's so, he snaps out of character and he's laughing and making (laughs) jokes and he's a... He's so professional and so good at what he does, how he flips back and forth. And um, he, I get scared of him in the middle of, like, takes. I'm like, oh, it's really, like, I know we're performing, but he throws me. He's so good and powerful. Mm-hmm. And we had this scene that you guys haven't seen yet where we were yelling at each other. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's, um, he's a very powerful actor. So I think just being in the presence of these guys, really, mm-hmm. and women too, really sort of. Awesome. Helps yeah. you elevate. It's funny too because the one other the other scene you were in with him, you did your Australian accent, right? When I go undercover, yeah. um, as Bravo's agent, mm-hmm. uh, we said we wanted her to have a different accent. And we're like, well, I'm really Australian, cool. so <laughs> <laughs> let's try that. So, yeah. yeah. So that was that. That was like more of a lighter one compared to the one coming up. Yeah. Um, that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's some stuff coming up. It gets pretty crazy. Yeah, very crazy, actually. And when you find it, oh, yeah, I can't say anything. (laughs) Have you, do you know anything about season two yet? Or you just found out that it's renewed, like you don't know anything? I don't know what's going to happen. I think, I I, I have an idea of a few things that will go down, Mm -hmm. but I can't talk about them because you guys haven't seen the whole season yet. But um, it gets crazier and wilder and so intense and heart-wrenching at moments. And you see more and more more of the heart of the characters, I think, Hopefully season two they'll be, you know, keeping up with the soccer and stuff like that yeah. and keeping the family and Tony's love interests and things like that. It'll all be sort of steaming up, but it'll definitely be fresh. Awesome. So, yeah. um, so, what, so you, um, so Twitter user Dick, Dick Rath asks, I know you have a lot, <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of things coming up, but is there anything else next? Like, it, are you going to be in Franklin and Bash again? Oh, Franklin and Bash. See, they had me. I had so much fun on that show. You know, we shot my character's house was on Malibu Beach in Franklin and Bash. So all my scenes, we would wake up 
and literally shoot at 6am down on, on the ocean in Malibu. That was such a beautiful experience. Yeah. And, um, Brecken and uh, Mark Paul are the coolest guys. I, I won't be back. I, I'm not that I know of. I mean, I, they've just finished shooting their fourth season and I didn't go back. I don't know if it would make sense for Mark's character to continue on seeing my character because they're party boys and I was this serious relationship, mm-hmm. which I think was a little left of centre for their characters. So um, I can't remember my character's name. She won't be back. Oh, she might Charlie, be. Charlie. Charlie, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I just watched that names. today thank too. Well, she, yeah. She uh, she may, you never know. They're good people over mm-hmm. there, though. They're so much fun. Yeah, look, it was yeah. such a funny show because I just watched, like, your episodes, but yeah. it was really... And so- Malcolm McDowell's on that, and I did Halloween 2 with Malcolm McDowell, and he's just, he's another world-class. Yeah. I, I mean, he I would love to work with him again. He's he world-class. can do anything, too. You know, he could be, like, a scary guy or just a silly, like... Boss kind of unbelievable. Guy. Yeah, he's he so good. really is. Yeah. Is there any because you play a lot of a variety of characters and movies? Is there anything that you want to do in the future that you haven't done yet? I want to be a superhero. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I want to do a period piece, <laughs> and I want to do something like a real kick-ass movie, like a fight movie. I don't know. There's this. That's we're so lucky as actors. Like we get to do the coolest stuff. We yeah. really do. Um, I have no idea what's coming next up besides Matador. Um, I'll probably start auditioning again uh, after I've had a bit of a break. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's the beauty of it is not knowing. I mean, there's definitely things I really want to do. Um, you know, I would have loved to have been in the Star Wars movies because I'm a Star Wars freak, but I'll enjoy it just as much, you know, watching it. Well, maybe, so. you know, I mean, just the first ep- first movie. They, they're probably yeah. going to have, like, another trilogy. It's weird, you know, I wonder, if, do you want to be in your favorite movie in the entire world? Oh, no. Yeah. Because it could, it's kind of, I escape in those movies. So it's like the Twilight. I love Twilight. <laughs> and I auditioned for Twilight and got close on one of the characters' age. And I was like, do I really want to do this? Because I really enjoy it. <laughs> I'm like a Twilight person. So it's interesting as an actor, you sort of go, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure I wouldn't say no if I got asked. <laughs> is there, would you like to be like, I know Wonder Woman's already cast, but is that like the superhero that you'd want to play or like a Something ma- like that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even, um, I read that there's a Spider-Man, a Spider-Woman coming out. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. That'd be cool. Something really, like, hardcore, like, mm-hmm. a lot of action. Butt. Yeah, a lot of, like, kick-ass stuff. I just saw Guardians of the Galaxy. So good. It's so good. And I cried twice because of Groot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't deal. I, he's something else. Yeah. I keep tweeting about him and I sound so crazy, but <laughs> he, me and my girlfriend from the show, Margot, who's on the show with us, we went and we were bawling our eyes out over a stick creature. I just couldn't. Who just says three words, I, I am Groot. Groot. But the way he says them. Ah, oh, dying. Who knew Vin <laughs> Diesel, so man, good. can make you cry. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. It's his eyes. <laughs> um, so uh, do you have any advice for any aspiring actors or actresses that want to do what you do? You know, it's it's so, it seems when you live out, like I lived in Australia and grew up in a tiny town at the bottom of Australia and, you know, Hollywood seems so far away mm-hmm. and so hard to get to. But I focused on what I wanted to do and I started out in Australia um, by getting agents and doing small things like that. One thing led to the other. But if you do just sort of show up in LA, I always say to people, find a great acting school. The schools here are fabulous. They have really great communities. They're creating great things. It's always a good way to get into the mix. And you'll sort of start realizing just how small LA is and how everything's connected. And yeah. So it's a good place to get over here first. Save your money and get over here <laughs> and then start to get into the mix. Awesome. Yeah, it's all about who you know, right? Connections Bits and, all and pieces and also hard work. you got to yeah. work your ass mm-hmm. off. You need some talent too. You yeah, can't you be do. like... 
Uh, so I'm going to ask you some random speed questions now. Uh-oh. Okay. If you can. <laughs> can answer any of them. Uh, so if you could be an actor, if you couldn't be an actor, what would you be instead? Um, I, uh, I love psychology. I love, I love helping children. Mm-hmm. I, something motivational, something to do with looking after children, some charity sort of, I don't know, yeah. helping. Some, a helper. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of those out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you could have a dinner with somebody living or dead, who would it be? Ah, I really want to talk to Freddie Mercury from Queen. Yeah. He never did a lot of interviews and he was so hardcore and I would love to have just got one-on-one with him. That's all. Yeah, he, that was just on the radio coming here. I was like, yeah, the I Bohemian Rhapsody. He's so good. He was be- I was fascinated by him. I'd love mm-hmm. to sit and talk to him. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Me too. So if you ever do that, let me know. I don't know what he says. Yeah. Uh, what's the last thing that you Googled? Um, <laughs> honestly, it's really boring. It's not boring. It's um, the clothes I'm wearing to the premiere I'm going tonight. I need to find the Twitter names. All right. Hey. So I was Googling them. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, out there I was Googling the cards of life, which are cards that read um, your birth dates. That was the last thing I was Googling. Oh. Yeah. What do, what do they say? Like, I'll show, show you after. They're called the cards of life, and they're like a normal deck of cards, but the most ancient form of reading your charts, and they're fabulous. And there's a website called the Cards of Life, and you can put in your birthday, and it's so accurate. <laughs> it's more accurate than any astrology I've ever done before. And so I was snooping on mine next month coming up. That's my last Google. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Do you have any hidden talents? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no? No, not that like, I know of. Some I people mean, could do, like, the tongue thing, like the shamrock tongue. I don't know. Um, no? I'm, yeah, I used to be a dancer, so I can sort of bend around, yeah. but nothing, like, nothing worth mentioning. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> uh, do you have, like, since Crackle is kind of a streaming service, do you have anything on Netflix that you just, like, binge watch, over, like, any TV show? When you have time, I mean, I know you're... Um, well, something I can never get enough of, and I always watch, is Sex in the City. Yeah. I think I can watch every episode of that a thousand <laughs> times. I'm obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Binge watch Sex in the City, even though it's long gone, I'm still a huge fan of it. Yeah. yeah. It's easy watch. It's fun. That's like me and Scrubs, which you were on. It's oh, really good. I like yeah. Scrubs. <laughs> I love Scrubs so much. Um, well, thanks so much for coming here. It was so awesome you. having you. You're awesome. Um, where can we find you on Twitter and Instagram and all oh, that fun stuff? So Twitter is at Nikki Whelan, N-I-C-K-Y-W-H-E-L-A-N. And then my Instagram, because someone stole my name. Oh, I hate um, that. Is Nikki Whelan X. So like kiss, cross, whatever. I just chucked a cross on the end. No so space. No, no space. Okay. No little nothings. Just uh, at N-I-C-K-Y-W-H-E-L-A-N-X. That's Instagram. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. thanks. And uh, thanks, guys, for watching. I'm Kelly McInerney. You could find me at Twitter at, at Holly Weirdo. And be sure to check out Matador tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 9 p.m. Eastern. And check out Left Behind coming out October uh, the wedding ring, I think, is in January. January 15th. <laughs> hey, 15th, that's my birthday. I'm Yay! not going to forget it. Yeah. Uh, thanks again. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.